Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Our American Stories. And up next, we bring you a story of how one devoted Marx Brothers fan went on to uncover a long-lost Marx Brothers movie. Here's Steve Stolier to tell us his story. I am currently a screenwriter and author and also do voiceover work, but I was not always in the business, although I was always interested in show business. When I was a, but a small child in St. Louis, which is where I was born, uh, I would see I Love Lucy episodes where wherever Lucy and Desi would go, they seemed to run into famous celebrities. So I assumed that's what Los Angeles or Hollywood was like. Our family moved to L.A. Uh, when I was pushing eight years old. And on the airplane uh, that we took, uh, Andy Griffith was sitting several rows in front of us 
and Red Skelton was sitting in the road directly in front of us. And so I thought, wow, it really is like I Love Lucy. There's celebrities everywhere. We haven't even landed in Hollywood. And there's two stars who I know who they are, and I watch their shows. This is cool. And Red Skelton was very cool. He kept entertaining my sisters and me the whole flight. For me, he kept one of those little those pop guns where you push the back and a cork on a string comes out. He had that tucked into his suit jacket and every now and again he would just turn around and shoot me with his pop gun. This was of course before there were any uh, airline safety restrictions. I don't know that you could bring a pop gun onto a plane now, but in 1962 there was no problem with it. So I had already met two famous people by the time our, our plane touched down. Uh, as I say, I've always had a fascination with famous people, and specifically the Marx Brothers, and then within that subset is Groucho, my favorite of the Marx Brothers. I'm not sure exactly when I became aware of him slash them, but I did have an Uncle Joe in St. Louis who was balding, wore glasses, had a mustache, smoked a cigar, and wiggled his eyebrows. So that when I did discover the real Groucho, I thought, he's, he's just like Uncle Joe. That's interesting. And my parents <clears throat> used to quote lines from Marx Brothers movies, like being vaccinated with a phonograph needle. So when I finally discovered their films uh, and, and became aware that I am watching the Marx Brothers in this movie, that was probably around early high school. And I wondered where they'd been hiding all my life. And I wanted to see all their movies. And uh, this is perhaps difficult to grasp for the uh, Gen X and millennial generations, but we could not simply view what we wanted to view by punching it up on a device or even watching Turner Classic movies or even having the DVD or videotape. I had to, we would get the TV guide each week and I would go through it with a pencil and I would circle the movies I wanted to see which invariably were old movies that they put on in the wee twilight hours of the middle of the night early morning after Johnny Carson and after Tom Snyder's Tomorrow Show into that strange nether world of local car commercials and and I would just sort of will myself to stay awake. Um, I don't know how I did it. I mean, now I, I'll drift off on the couch at, at 10.30, but back then, if they were showing monkey business starting at 2.48, I just made myself stay up and watch it, and then I could knock that off my list of movies I had to see. So it was very difficult trying to see them, and there was one you know, I read whatever scant books there were and articles that came out about the Marx Brothers or Groucho, and I quickly became aware of the fact that their second film, Animal Crackers, which had been a very successful stage play in the late 20s, 
and then was their second film made at Paramount in 1930. Uh, I hadn't seen that and I wasn't able to see it because when Paramount sold their early films to MCA Universal in the late 50s, it included Animal Crackers, but because of basically uh, a, a technological error, it, they didn't renew the copyright on Animal Crackers, so the rights had reverted back to the authors and composers of the stage play. And for the longest time, Universal didn't think it was worth spending money on an old black and white Marx Brothers movie to clear the rights and reissue it. So it just became this phantom film. They, they owned it, but they couldn't show it. And in the meantime, they redistributed all of their early Paramount films and syndicated those in television. And uh, you may have seen, they would have that big shield at the beginning that would say, a uh, MCA TV release. And I, I used to want to go up to the TV with a marks a lot and add an N after a uh, MCA TV because it just bothered me. But Animal Crackers was not included in, that, in those packages. So it was this great unseen Marx Brothers film. Uh, and it was supposed to have been one of their best. I mean, Groucho played Captain Spaulding, so his theme song, Hooray for Captain Spaulding, came from that. A lot of his quoted lines, like, I shot an elephant in my pajamas, came from that. And when I graduated high school, I began to attend UCLA first as a history major, because I really didn't think you could make any kind of living in entertainment, unless you were just astonishingly talented and had endless perseverance and I didn't put myself in either of those categories so while I continue to love watching old movies and study up on all these people uh, I, I figured I would be a history major and maybe teach history something like that and I saw that a print of Animal Crackers was going to be shown at a Revival House Theater in Orange County in December of 73. And I wasn't sure how they were able to show it, but I didn't care. And all of my friends piled into one car. This was also during a, a gasoline crisis, an oil crisis when gas was being rationed, but we didn't mind blowing most of a tank of gas to be able to finally see this missing link in the Marx Brothers' small cannon. And you're listening to Steve Stolier, and he is telling the story of the lost Marx Brothers film. And by the way, it is a small cannon, but if you do get a chance, it is easy to see these movies now. By the way, there was a time when it was impossible. You just had to wait for them to appear on TV. And you did have to read that TV guide. And I remember circling all my favorite things, too. And all of Americans did. And that was it. That was it. And by the way, duck soup, animal crackers, and horse feathers with a way to go. And watch it with the kids. It's the cleanest and yet most subversive comedy you'll ever see. A lot like what they were doing with Wile E. Coyote and Bugs Bunny and just delightful, clever stuff. And they were never pushing a line. And yet they were. When we come back, more with Steve Stolier, his story about a missing Marx Brothers movie, here at Our American Stories. 
Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back with Our American Stories and Steve Stolier's story. And we've learned that due to a filing error, animal crackers had become unavailable to the public. When we last left off, Steve had found a bootleg copy that was being shown about 40 minutes away from his home. And he and his friends from college, well, they hopped in a car in the middle of a gas shortage to finally cross this film off their bucket list. Let's return to Steve. I mean, they only made 12 or 13 movies in, in, in all, so it was a substantial coup to be able to finally see Animal Crackers. It was a terrible print. It was a bootleg dupe of a dupe, and, and the images were murky, and the sound was muffled. We couldn't hear it very clearly, but 
the point was, oh my God, we're watching Animal Cracker. I didn't. I, I figured that you couldn't find Groucho's name in the phone book and just call him up to tell him that it was playing. But from looking through the Beverly Hills phone book, I did know that Harry Ruby was in the Beverly Hills phone book. Harry Ruby had co-written the songs for Animal Crackers and had also worked as a writer on uh, several of the early Marx Brothers films and was one of Groucho's closest friends. So I called him up and uh, he didn't answer but a nurse answered and took my name and phone number and I think if he himself had answered none of what transpired would have taken place because he wouldn't have had my name and number it was just a matter of conveying to him to tell Groucho that it was playing at this that Animal Crackers was playing in Orange County but because she took my name and number, I got a call from Harry Ruby, which at the time was one of the most exciting things that ever happened to me because this was one step removed from Groucho himself. And I had a nice chat with him about several things. And he said, well, I'll tell Grouch about this. And I thought, oh my God, he's going to tell my hero about this. And I called all my friends and told them. And then New Year's Day of 74, I got a phone call from a woman named Erin Fleming. And I'd kept up on articles about what Groucho was up to. And I knew she was very close to Groucho. She had sort of become his manager. And she had arranged a series of one-man shows in 1972 where Groucho would transfix the audience for 90 minutes or so and take home a bunch of money. I did attend the one in L.A. in December 72 and was able to see Groucho at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. My friend and I were sitting towards the back. Our tickets were $9.50, which was a fortune and would not even pay for parking now at the Dorothy Chandler. But be that as it may. And he was quite old and frail, which was, a, it really took the wind out of me to see him that way because the press had led me to believe that good old Groucho at 80 something or other, just as sharp as ever, and instead, this old man shuffled out and said, I want to take a bow for Hoppo and for Chico, because without them, I wouldn't be here tonight. And he read off cue cards, but it was still just electrifying, realizing that I was in the same room as Groucho. And I clapped so hard, my hands stung the next morning, because I wanted... <clears throat> this. I know this sounds weird, but... I wanted vibrations from my applause to reach his eardrums because I knew that was as close as I was ever going to get to him. So anyway, getting back to January of 74, when I got this call from Erin Fleming, she had been on stage with Groucho at the evening with Groucho, and she had gotten the message from Harry Ruby about Animal Crackers. And what she wanted to know was, how could they show it? How was it legal for them to show it? What, uh, how did they get the rights to it? How did they? And of course, I didn't know any of this. I was just this kid that was a Marx Brothers fan. And she wanted to take me, 
with her to Universal Studios to go up to the office of Sidney J. Scheinberg, the president of Universal, as sort of an Exhibit A of a kid who would drive all the way to Orange County to see animal crackers. And so she was hoping that that would make the difference and then Universal would clear the rights and re release the movie. I was skeptical, but I was flattered all to hell that she wanted to be in touch with me. And she and Groucho had to, they had to go because uh, they were going to see Woody Allen's Sleeper. Uh, also, while I was on that call, I said, while I have you here, I wanted to, something has been on my mind for a while. Some of the books I've seen say Groucho was born in 1895 and others say 1890 and I wondered which one was the real date. And she said, just a minute, Groucho, what year were you born? And in the distance I hear, 1890. And she said, did you hear? And I said, yes. And I thought, oh my God, he's in the room with her. I can't handle this. I talked to friends and we thought it would be a better idea rather than just having this one kid try to argue the case to re-release the movie, I would form a committee at UCLA, a petition drive, and we would get hundreds or thousands of signatures from like-minded young people that we would want to see this movie and would pay to see it if it came out. So. Some friends and I formed the Committee for the Re-Release of Animal Crackers. We set up a table on Bruin Walk, which is where all of the causes had tables for either gay rights, ending the war in Vietnam. And then you had this group of kids trying to get an old Marx Brothers movie off the shelf. And people were so suspicious about signing the petition. You know, this was right, right during Watergate and Someone said, you know, is the government going to get a copy of this? Does the FBI get a copy? No, no, it's just, the, do you have to be a registered voter? Do I have to print and put No, it's just to get this movie. And I was staying in touch with Aaron Fleming, and she arranged for Groucho to come to UCLA and alerted the press about our cause. And sure enough, in spring of 1974, Aaron and Groucho came to UCLA. I said, Groucho, I am very happy to be meeting you after all this time. And he said, well, you should be. And Aaron said, this is Steve Stolyer. He's the one trying to get Animal Crackers re-released. And Groucho said, well, did you get it? And I said, not, not uh, yet, but we're working on it. And he said, you better or I'll fire you. And I said, I didn't realize I was working for you. How much are you paying me? And he said, a little less than nothing. And it was just this most remarkable pinch me, is this really happening? We sat side by side answering reporters' questions about the movie. And I remember one, one reporter said, uh, Mr. Marks, what is the purpose of your appearance here today? And he said, I expect to get lunch. And she said, but but besides that, I may get dinner. So there was still a lot of, you know, I was so disheartened after seeing how frail and old and shaky he was at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion in, in 72, but here he was 
still being Groucho with his silliness and twisting phrases and that was very heartening after having been disheartened. So we talked to the press and they ran their stories and sure enough Universal relented and decided to reissue the film. They would show it in LA and New York and then be done with it. It's like here, here it is Go look at it, leave us alone. We have more important movies to worry about. It had a re-premiere at the UA Westwood, and I went in a tuxedo, and my family went, and the other members of the committee. It was like our night, and Aaron and Groucho were there, and we watched Animal Crackers, a fresh print, clear, you could see what was going on. And it ended up breaking the house record that had been set several years earlier by the French Connection. And it was very gratifying for me to be at a coffee shop in Westwood and look across the street and see a line of kids in t-shirts and blue jeans and tennis shoes waiting to pay money to see this Marx Brothers movie. What great storytelling and thanks to Robbie for bringing it to us and a special thanks to Steve Stolier. And by the way, to find out more, Order Steve's book, Raised Eyebrows, My Years Inside Groucho's House. And there are a whole bunch more stories like this one. You can find it at Amazon or all the usual suspects. The story of Steve Stolier, his effort to get Animal Crackers re-released. His story, here on Our American Stories. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.